Hey, it's a great day with Doug. Yes. Alice. Yeah. Do you know why today, of all days, is a great day with Doug? I bet you're going to tell me. It's a great day with Doug because today is International Child Free Day. Ah, cool. (laughs) (laughs) This uh, initially known as Non-Parents Day. Oh. This day... This special day, Alice, reminds us. I mean, every day is a special day without children. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need your kids. I don't want your life. I do what I want. Yeah. This special day reminds us that having children should be a choice, Mm. not an expectation. A moral and ethical conundrum. Uh Uh-huh. What? Yes. Uh, (laughs) This day began in 1972. Ah, women's lib. Yeah, so this is year 51. Uh, This was started by Ellen Pick and Shirley Rattle on behalf of the National Organization for Non-Parents. Well, there's an organized group, huh? Yeah, I I think they second-guessed their name later. They later changed it to National Alliance for Optional Parenthood. Oh, they have to temper it, you know. (laughs) People protested against it. Right? You're non-parents. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Alice, you and I are a couple of... Non-parents. Non-parenty people. Isn't it nice to know there's a day out there just for us? Sure. Just for the people like us who don't like it? Today is also, Alice, Respect for Parents Day. How dare they take our day? Yeah, that's some crap. This is Alice. This is Doug. And this is going pretty well without kids. But yeah, you can pee into a cup and then dip your stick in. So respect for Parents Day, Alice. Stealing yeah, the whose thu- idea? Stealing whose the idea thunder. Was it? Stealing the thunder from International Child Free Day. <laughs> created by Marilyn Dowlerimple of Lancaster, California in 1994. Sounds like a, you know... Mm-hmm. Come lately, much nineties, whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you, you've had you've had two millennia to come up with this day. <laughs> you just pick another day. Neighborhood power walking soccer <laughs> mom, <laughs> cake bacon bake sale. Well, those things sound fun. Yeah, she sounds like a pretty cool person. <laughs> I like you, Marilyn. You're pretty cool. You could have picked a different day. You know. <laughs> I'd like to power walk to a bake sale. I don't know. <laughs> I'd love to have my mom support me in my athletic endeavors. Aw. That'd be really nice. So you're a kid in this scenario. I was imagining you as a retiree in Florida or something <laughs> and power walking to a bake sale. <laughs> I'll have two of your brownies with walnuts, please. <laughs> you know what? I walked an extra block today. Make it three. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Marilyn. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Except for the day she chose. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it was out of spite. I need to hear from you, Marilyn. Right? Get a yeah. hold of me. You know, tweet me or X me or whatever it's called now. Really? <laughs> yeah, didn't Elon Musk change the Twitter thing to the to X? But is that the verb for it? Is that what people are saying? I don't know. The dude loves X. I don't know. <laughs> Well, what is X in his world? Is it is it a drug like ecstasy, or is it? I think it's everything. It's a brand. It's a brand. It's a brand. Mm. He's got the logo. He's got the. I mean, it's a letter. What? So, X. The letter a v- X. Variable. Oh. Oh. Uh, it marks the spot occasionally. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, a signature? Uh-huh. It's a ray. <laughs> <laughs> took me a while there. It did, it did. Other letters, they have to team up to make rays, like U and V, but X got theirs. <laughs> X got theirs all on their own. X gonna give it to you. Of their <laughs> and by it, I mean skin cancer. <laughs> Elon Musk will give you skin cancer. You hear it? You heard it here you first. Heard it here first. Wow, Marilyn Dalrymple and Elon Musk—they're just out here, you know, controversial making, figures. Yeah, making their making their babies and saddling them with <laughs> heavy names and exes. What's going on, Alice? Well. I think I had a bonehead incident today. Is this another... Classic forgive, bonehead for, story. Forgive the expression. Is this another dementia moment? <laughs> Just because you've been dropping those on us, you came up with the term. I'm not no. sure what the difference is between dementia moments and... And, and bonehead moments. Bonehead, bonehead stories. Okay. Dementia moment is like a, a, a memory thing, like some okay. kind of lapse in sure. cognitive processing. Okay. But like the time that I ate a match wasn't really... Oh, oh yeah. That's, bo- <laughs> that's bonehead. There's no explanation for it. You could have it. set your insides on fire. <laughs> if, I, if I guzzled, you know, lighter fluid beforehand. Your intestines could have been oh, a wait, flame. I was drinking bourbon. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> One cigar, you'd have been a goner. <laughs> Is that how it works? I don't know. <laughs> what, I mean, what's your cartoon characters eat cigars? But... Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's your uh, boneheaded? Okay, so I accidentally littered today. You monster! I'm telling everybody. <laughs> it was today. What's the statute of limitations? We have to be within it. You're gonna get a fine. <laughs> tell. Go ahead. Tell I everybody mean, in I the d- world. I don't think. I don't think people can catch me for it it was it was accidentally littering out my car that's why i couldn't just mm-hmm. pick it up and throw it away so for anybody who wants to report alice <laughs> let's say for the sake of you not getting her arrested this is all this is all like theater of the absurd <laughs> she's making it up as she goes this that's didn't really my happen. life isn't it this- <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about this uh not real moment that happened alice <laughs> Okay, so I keep a little thing of lip balm in my car. Sure. And I opened the lid, and as I was doing that, I noticed a hair kind of on the lip balm. So Mm. I had the lip balm cap in my left hand, and I took off the hair with my left hand because I was holding the lip balm with my right. I rolled down the window, (laughs) and I stuck my hand out the window to let the hair fly. Uh Uh-huh. And the cap flew out, too. <gasps> it was so stupid. And the car was moving at the time? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the cap slammed into a car behind you, and they skid off the road. <laughs> Accidental littering. It's a charge. Oh, you didn't tell me this was from a moving vehicle, Alice. So this is, this is a different kind of situation. I can no longer protect you. What do you... I mean, uh, I said it was out my car. You thought I was I thought just it was, stopped? Yeah, I thought you were stopped. Why couldn't I have just opened my door and pick it up? I was wondering that at the time. <laughs> I was waiting for an explanation of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> you, so you didn't turn... You're telling me you didn't turn around and pick up this... this no! <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had to make a choice, right? You so did. <laughs> I... I failed you all! <laughs> That's plastic, Alice. That does not biodegrade. I know. Hmm. But then I 
But then I got to thinking about all the times that I littered out my car. Essentially, excuse me. When okay, so when I when I was a smoker, I you know I smoked for eight years of my life, but Ugh. I. But I, and it was, yeah, terrible habit. And it's like, I think back on it now and I'm like, gross. Like all Uh the things that I did for smoking, you know, like just derailing certain social events because all the smokers had to go outside for 10 minutes and then whatever. Yeah. But so I, I smoked Pall Malls, like unfiltered Pall Malls. So the littering, it was, it was biodegradable. Like it wasn't filters. So I guess that's how I rationalize throwing cigarette butts out my window. Mm. But yeah. They used to have ashtrays in the car. I know. But then, you know, people <laughs> people are like, oh, no, I, don't, I don't want my car to smell like smoke. And I guess, you know, it's true for me, too. But now when I see people throwing cigarettes out their car windows, I honk at them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you go back and pick that up. <laughs> Don't, that was not an accident. Don't don't you judge me for this lip balm cap, mister. <laughs> I saw what you did. Hypocrite. <laughs> uh, so uh, what's up with the lip balm now? Does it just... Do you have to wrap something around it? Well, I just threw it away. <gasps> Wasteful. I mean, it was kind of at the... It's kind of on its last legs. Sure it was. Anyway, because it's been, it's been <laughs> melted... This is the same lip balm that I opened, and it melted so much that it splashed. Oh, And then okay. it was the wax. You know, we were talking about candle wax and uh-huh. lip balm. I'll just make my own lip balm. It's fine. That's what you should probably do, yeah. But the, the reason I didn't throw the hair away in my car, I can't throw away trash in my car anymore. Ants will come. <laughs> I'm infested. And tell you to stop? Like, is your family that close? and <laughs> And worried about car filth? My aunties. <laughs> you stop it there, Alison. <laughs> I used to keep a little trash bag in my car, but ever since I... Just throw it out the window. Threw... Don't worry about it. Ever since I threw an apple core in there, these ants are everywhere. And I even put traps under my seats, and they're still showing up. Even when I just wipe down the console with Clorox mm. wipes. Like that kind of lemony scent attracts them too. How does one, listeners, listeners, how does one get rid of car ants? Uh, yeah, yeah. I would mm. like to know. Well, yeah. It's, it's not like the car fox, because he's helpful. You know nothing about car fox. <laughs> Leave me alone! I thought that was a decent <laughs> reference. I was trying to find any other animal that has to do with cars. Wait a minute. I have another animal that has to do with cars. Oh. And it's part of this month's It Went Terribly. <gasps> what? Yeah. I forgot it, about that today, honestly. <laughs> it, it, I mean, just now. I, I'm prepared. You forgot I, it was it went terribly? I, I prepare, I'm prepared. Uh, about once a month or so, <laughs> we uh, we go back over the previous month's episodes and we say, hey, 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 what did we get wrong? What do we need to uh, to clarify? What do we need to, to expand upon? What were some things that happened? We want to get out there and be like, oh, here's some information on something from the past. Five Hayes. Hey. <laughs> Don't you? Alice, if I've told you once, I've told you many times. Don't ever judge how many times I say hey. <laughs> you always, you're always so judgmental about my hey. I never. Uh, quantity. <laughs> Your bale of hay. <laughs> I sound like a horse who's like 
who's like self-conscious about his weight or something. Huh? <laughs> you're, you're always so judgmental about my hay oh. quantity. <laughs> Have all the haze I want, thank you. <laughs> oh, anyway, so we we uh, we we do our due diligence. I only have count them two. Mm. It went terribly. Are they like massive this month? They're fairly massive. Okay. So this first one. Wait. Oh, about the car animal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying right Sorry. now. Sorry. <laughs> Don't tell me to wait. The people are waiting. For I wasn't the, ready. The people are waiting for the segue, Alice. But uh, you don't want to plan like our back and forth and. No, I already. You're making people wait. You're committing crimes left and right. You're throwing stuff out the window. You're judging Hayes. Outcast would be so upset. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, so uh, we said, you know, we've never hit oh, a deer in uh, a car. Uh huh. Wait, we have. This is cars and deers. I said we've never hit a deer. I know, but you're it went car. terribly in it. Yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> just let me get to. Okay. You're cutting me. You're cutting me off like a deer. <gasps> um, so I I said, what percentage of people have hit a deer? That's what I says. Yeah. I says, you know, what what are the odds? What are the odds? Hmm. According to the World Animal Foundation, the odds of hitting a deer by car is one in one hundred sixteen. Oh. One out of every one hundred sixteen people. So does that seem fewer than we expected? I don't know. I don't know what I expected. I really don't. Huh. Because we mentioned how, like, you always hear about people hitting deer. and Like, yeah, in the past month, I've heard of, like, four people. Wow. So does 116 seem few? I mean, it's it's a fact. But, but it's from an animal coalition. You know, it's not from an automotive okay. bureau. Okay. I mean, agendas and... Whatever agendas, <laughs> I think they would they would make it okay. Oh, they would inflate it. Yeah, I think so. I think they'd mm. inflate it. Okay, okay. Because they'd be like, "Hey, watch out for deer. You don't want to hit deer. We're, we love animals and stuff." True. Don't throw your caps out the window and hit a deer. Oh, it might happen. <laughs> I've read that. Um, I forget where I read this, but I've read that a thrown lip balm cap when. <laughs> When tossed out of a window, can get up to speeds of up to 120 miles per hour and can actually go through a deer's skull. I didn't toss it. It just flew out, you know, so it was like a drop. Okay. So, <laughs> so you're from the Virginia area, Alice. Yeah. West Virginia has had the highest number of deer car accidents for 12 straight years. Oh, good for them. It's right over your neck I've, of the woods. I've driven that way many times. Right? You never hit a deer. In West Virginia. And it's a very twisty, turny highway, too. This is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You have a 1 in 46 chance oh. of hitting a deer in West Virginia. Oh, my god! So, for those driving through this old WV. scary stuff. Yeah. So, be careful next time, Alice. Yes. Okay? Yes, sir. Okay. Good. Uh, <laughs> about 120 to 200 people die annually by deer. Yeah. In car, um, automotive. Uh, mostly in vehicle collisions. Uh, uh, occasionally, <laughs> occasionally someone is gored. Uh, like, <laughs> just, uh, like camping? Just every now and then. Counting? Uh, a lot of times, apparently, it's um, it's hunters who are out and they have the the scent or whatever to draw a buck oh. in and then they'll let the buck get too close oh, and the no. buck will think they're a rival buck and they'll be like okay then 
Oh and, my god! And they'll just f them up. Yeesh. At that point, look, Mother I don't like nature. I don't like anyone to die. But at that point, <laughs> isn't it like you you were tempting death? It's it's become it's become mano a mano. <laughs> if you don't kill him, he's gonna kill you. That kind of thing. Okay. And, I don't know. I don't want anybody to die. And, <laughs> and forgive me if you, a listener, has a loved one who's been killed by a deer yeah. in the woods. But I, it is kind of like a fair fight at that point. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially if you have a gun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could have got him long before. And you're the one that made yourself smell like him. He, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't rub Bud Light under his armpit, <laughs> you know? He didn't go out there and put chewing tobacco all over him and... And dress up in a Colts jersey. <laughs> you know, tr- <laughs> Just not some buck out there trying to look like you. <laughs> trying to trick you with hot wing sauce all over his mouth, you know? <laughs> wow, you are taking this pretty far. <laughs> <laughs> Picturing hunters. You thought about how this person looks. Deer meat's delicious, though, so God bless those hunters. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I could never do it, though. I just took every side. Um, due to the 120 to 200 people who die annually by deer, deer are considered the deadliest animal in America. What? The deadliest animal in America. Oh, my God. Ain't that something? So, you know how in Australia, there are kangaroos at the side of the road. And you, when you're driving, you have to be careful of kangaroos. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think kangaroos are the deadliest animal in Australia? Uh, I assume we'll find out in a month. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that answer for you. I'm going to make a note. <laughs> okay. I mean, you can do it afterwards, but just type, type, type away. What'd you say? Type, type? Type, type, type away. Oh. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Uh, but that's all I got on the deer and the cars and that hit them. You know, watch out for deer, especially if you're in West Virginia. Yeah, and, but- and public service announcement that I, that I heard from my doctor as well that... <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. If you... If you uh, are approaching a deer in your vehicle, it's best to not swerve or slam on the brakes. It's better to <laughs> just drive stay, right through them. I mean, you know, stay the course, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. hit the deer, but like hard <laughs> enough so that it doesn't fly into your windshield. Sure. Yeah. If you're driving towards a deer, it's already too late. Just. <laughs> Just bombard that deer with <laughs> reckless force. <laughs> Make sure your seatbelt's on. You'll be responsible about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your doctor. Why is your doctor uh, giving you advice on deer accidents? Oh, he was just asking what was up. And I was like, oh, I was on a road <laughs> trip. And Oh, okay. Then he started talking about AI and... What the frick is... The atomic bomb and... What's... Yeah, he got into some heavy stuff. (laughs) Why are all my service providers just... (laughs) They're quirky. They're quirky, you know? (laughs) Could you... Could you please not touch my vagina while you're talking about the H-bomb? No, my GP. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) General practitioner. Thank you. (laughs) Could you please not touch my mouth while you're... Why is he touching my mouth? I don't know. <laughs> He's got to be touching something. Yeah, he does uh, like probe my abdomen. Gross. For, you know, tumors and cysts. Oh, like on the outside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But oh, yeah, he was talking about Oppenheimer, the the movie. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I recently went on a Barbenheimer double feature. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were one of those people. For our podcaster, Jake Belinsky's birthday. Uh-huh. I was one of those people. Kind of annoying, you know, in retrospect. Aw. <laughs> well, Oppenheimer, it's I guess It's only annoying people... if you, like, dressed up and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, wearing a Colts jersey to a football game. Tell people that, um... That don't know what Oppenheimer and Barbie are. I mean, they're the two biggest movies in America. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure everybody's in the, seen it by now. In the now. past, like, four or five years. But go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah, those are two movies that were released on July 21st. And lots of people did double features. And then some people, you know, debated about which one to see first. Um, and, you know, Jake decided to see Oppenheimer first because we knew that was kind of going to end with existential dread and we'd be kind of depressed and then we'd go into Barbie and feel a little better. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. Barbie ended up kind of being a a pretty biting satire. Like it was a lot more fun and colorful, but it still dropped a couple bombs. (laughs) Yeah. But then some people debated that you should see Barbie first because if you, because after Oppenheimer, you won't want to do anything else because you're so depressed. But eh, yeah, I don't think so. I think we, we chose right. Ended it on, on Barbie. But, okay. what my, but what my doctor was talking about was the effects of the atomic bomb and how we still don't really know. We haven't seen the final end of it. And here we are, you know, going mm. to these blockbuster movies and having a good old time about it. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Oppenheimer, like when I watched it after I was done, I was like, yeah, that was a pretty good movie. And I haven't been a fan of Christopher Nolan in a while. But it was three hours long. And like nowhere in it did I feel like it was taking too long. Sure. But, you know, I've read other reviews saying that it was kind of repetitive. But um, what kind of surprised me about the movie was that it it didn't have one of those things at the end of biopics that was like... Spoiler. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's seen You're this movie. you literally telling people about Everybody's the end of the movie, movie. A movie that came no, out I'm saying what wasn't a week ago. There. Uh-huh. That it didn't have those, th- like the words at the end saying, uh-huh. oh, 20 years later, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And like for a movie made by pretty much an entirely white cast, like they kind of didn't touch upon the consequences very much. You know, it was mostly a biopic about Oppenheimer, and I guess that's what we expected. The consequences, you say? Yeah, like national, political, I guess specifically about the atomic bomb's effects on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, the citizens, and then also the 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 bomb tests in Los Alamos, um, which uh, many indigenous populations are still sick from those effects today. Ugh. So I think that's that's kind of what my doctor was talking about, mm-hmm. and and I didn't have the heart to tell him, oh, I'm going to dress up and go see this movie <laughs> later. <laughs> you have such deep conversations with your doctor. It was he was monologuing. I was just okay. nodding along. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah your your uh, your spleen appears to be doing pretty good here. You know whose spleens aren't doing uh, very yeah. well, Alice? Are yeah. the people affected by? So you're saying the in the aftermath of the atomic bomb, it, it went terribly. That's understatement. Ah. That's the segue back to it went terribly. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I wasn't sure how to get back there. Do you, <laughs> do you have any? Um, do you have any? It went terribly. Or do you want my other one? I I have some. I came prepared. I asked a question. You don't have to attack me. <laughs> Good lord! You're throwing weapons out of windows. You're policing my hay allotment. <laughs> hay allotment. <laughs> hay allotment. 
Hey, allotment. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So also in It Went Terribly. I'll just get to my other one. Wait! (laughs) (laughs) No, go ahead, Alice. What you got? Okay, so we questioned in taking a home pregnancy test. Yeah. Can one just pee into a cup and dip the stick in? Yeah, I looked that one up too. Okay. Was that your other one? No. Oh. I did. I. <laughs> it's gonna sound terrible because you're about to. You, I, you I didn't, didn't care I enough. Didn't find it's it not your problem. I didn't find it that interesting. Um, but <laughs> give <laughs> give the people the answer and make it interesting. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. I mean, preferably it's a clean cup that uh-huh. you might not use for um, eating or drinking purposes uh-huh. later on. But yeah, you can pee into a cup and then dip your stick in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the record, that's the actual. That's the pregnancy test stick. <laughs> or <laughs> Fellas. You, can, you can pee into a cup, and then it said you can take drops of it and deposit it onto the stick, but uh-huh. then you'd need an eyedropper, I guess? Yeah, apparently some tests come with one Oh, from what I was Ooh, reading. Let me tell you more about this later on. Um, or you can get a straw, I guess, and put your finger on the top to make a seal. That's a, the science, yeah, yeah. science or, way. Or you could like start sucking it up and not let it get all the way to your mouth. I, how can you... Can, can well, if you, you get a little that? in your mouth, it's you whatever. You know? I don't yeah. know. It's it's like siphoning gas. Can you do that? I haven't before, but I feel like I could if I if it, if the need arose. <laughs> if the need arose, you just suck it to start it. <laughs> you suck it to get it started, and then you know, and then it'll all come flowing out, and you won't have to suck it anymore. I don't think that's how that works. Mm. Anyway, or you can just pee on the stick. Yeah. So those are, yeah, that is a viable method. Those are your options. Do not dip it straight into the toilet, though. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was a question. So I was like, yeah, sure, I guess I'll read the answer to this. I think we all know. (laughs) The main reason is because there's so much other water. What are the secondary reasons? (laughs) (laughs) How dirty the toilet is. Okay, sure. (laughs) But mostly it's because it'll be diluted. Well, yeah. So you get a lot of false negatives. Yes, yes. So don't just be dipping it in the toilet, ladies. Honestly, if you take your pregnancy test and dip it into the toilet... And you, you and it comes up positive. Please, <laughs> please make plans for adoption. <laughs> or I don't even respect for parenthood. Truly, <laughs> oh, okay. but I did want to talk about the eyedropper kind of thing mm-hmm. because that was the original design for the mass marketed pregnancy test. And, okay, okay. And that I makes re- sense because it's like science. With, yes. With, with your dropping stuff on, um, what are they called? The little slide things? Slides. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Petri dishes? I don't know. No, sure. Uh, Bunsen broiler? <laughs> B- Brunson? Erlenmeyer Hold flask? on. What the frick are these things called? Brunson? Bunsen, Burners. Bunsen? Brunson burner. Bunsen burners. Brun- <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Clearly, I'm a scientist. Babies. Yeah. Okay, so I recently read a play by Jennifer Blackmer called Predictor about the invention of the first home pregnancy test. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was kind of buried in history. If You yeah, you know, it's actually her story, but it's buried in history. Uh-huh. Um, so the, the inventor is Margaret Crane, mm-hmm. and 
she wasn't even a scientist or an inventor. Oh. She was a graphic designer. What? And she worked at uh, this company, Organon, you know, that did a lot of health things. Mm-hmm. But she she was a freelancer and she wasn't really doing anything. But somehow she got to take a tour of some facilities and she saw a bunch of pregnancy tests, mm-hmm. like the kind that they used to have where um, like a woman would do it at a at a doctor's office and then yeah. and then they'd have to send it off to have the results read oh it's so long and yeah it would take like two months and by then <laughs> you would have known whether the... you're yeah <laughs> whether you're pregnant or not uh-huh and then um when she toured this facility um the person reading the tests was like oh yeah this is how you read the tests and then she went ahead and read them and she's like oh so any old person can just read the test like the plus sign mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. it is um, so then she got this idea. Two lines. Yeah. <laughs> so she got this idea to m- make this available on the market. But mm. there was a lo- there were a lot of like moral and ethical conundrums of the time because, you know, people didn't want to admit that people were having sex. Shouldn't um, the plural of conundrum be conundra? Yeah, yeah. And then okay. she... <laughs> mm-hmm. I was I thought you were going to say conundri, actually. No. So she came up with the. It's prototype. like a dindum and a dinda. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she came up with a prototype for like a small little package. Um, not like the stick that we have nowadays, but like it still it needed a reservoir for the urine, and then it might have a little dropper in there to to put it in the chemicals or whatever. Sure. Um. So her idea was to use one of those like small rectangular paperclip holders. Uh-huh. Have you seen those before? No. They're, they're kind of magnetic. I don't. They're... I don't like paperclips. Yeah. What the? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean anything. I just. I just put a. T- I just put a sentence together. Go on. <laughs> you just put <laughs> lies. <I> just... <laughs> but no, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I don't know anything about paperclip holders. No, I'm sorry. Okay. It's, Mine yeah, come it's in a little just... box. Yeah, it's like a little, a small thing that goes on your desk. Okay. And, you know, people at the time... Oh, wait! I know that, like, it's magnetized? Yes. And it holds it around the sides yes, and stuff? Yes, Okay, yes. I know what you, exactly what you're talking about. Fine. <laughs> it took me time. It took me time, and I do like those, it turns out. So you do like paper clips? Oh, I hate paper clips, but I like the holders. I'm just kidding. I like paper clips. Sometimes I use them as a toothpick. Go on. That's not good. <laughs> It's like eating matches. (laughs) So, you know, people at the time were designing these kind of big, elaborate tests. And she came up with like this small little thing, you know, a discrete test. And because she's a graphic designer, you know, she's not a scientist. And so she was just thinking of ways to package this up that people can actually sell it. Hmm. But she ran into a lot of resistance along the way, like higher ups who didn't want a woman's ideas on this. Oh. Um, yeah. And um, women, I mean, they have, what right do they have? I know. It's like they're sticking tests into the toilet. Like, wh- what, what are they doing? What right do they have to have any <laughs> say? What does this have to do with them? And I think that was one of the criticisms against her that, like, she didn't have children. Like, what was her stakes in this what were her stakes in inventing this and they kind of implied that you know she was promiscuous because that was that was kind of the the moral ethical conundra of the time that who would need to take this why would someone why would a woman need to know she's pregnant Uh you know she should just be pregnant and have her babies hey if a graphic designer was out there getting some then good for her (laughs) 
It's hard for graphic designers sometimes. <laughs> You're sitting in your dark basement, like making <laughs> making one little frog over the course of two weeks. You know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. One little frog. It was, it was a different it's time. It's a different time. What was her name again? Margaret Crane. Margaret Crane. Or Meg for short. Okay. What does your doctor have to say about her? Yeah, I should bring her up <laughs> next year. <laughs> oh, Margaret Crane, let me tell you. No, no, no. He'd probably he'd probably know who she is. He seems very up on, you know, the news of the day and, and you know, past uh, medical advances. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Being a doctor, I mean. <laughs> Thank goodness. My doctor knows so much about medicine. <laughs> it's amazing. I brought, I brought up some health things. I was like. <laughs> I want to test this guy, you know, just see what he knows. He knew like 75% of it. He knew he knew right where my spleen was. I couldn't even tell you where my spleen is. I, I couldn't. <laughs> anyway, so this play is a fictionalization of this of this journey. Uh-huh. Um, but I okay, so so what happened is that um Organon um asked her to sign a patent for this invention. Uh-huh. So that they can continue developing it, um, but there were there was a lot of political red tape and whatnot, so she d- couldn't end up owning her idea. She mm-hmm. had to like sign it away to the company in order mm-hmm. for it to be mass produced. But they still couldn't do anything with it for like ten years, like it was still boiled down in the muck, you know. So well, Gross. this was this doesn't was sound like a good way to make a test. Yeah. Boiled. Well, so she came up with it in, like, 1967, but the first at-home pregnancy test wasn't on the market until, like, 10 years later, like, 77. Mm. So, yeah. She, like, she fell into obscurity because her name was no longer on the on the patent application. And now we know the rest yeah. of the story. Super cool, Alice. Mm-hmm. Super well, cool. Well, yeah, find this play, Predictor by Jennifer Blackmer. Okay. Look at us. Maybe it'll be the movie next year to go with Barbie 2. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we can't have two blockbusters starring women. Oh yeah, what was I thinking? <laughs> that's that's cute that you think this uh this movie about the birth control, even though a woman invented it, would be about a woman. <laughs> Hollywood would wait, would make a would find a way to uh, make it about her husband. Well, okay, yeah, he was in the picture too. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, he was like one of the the top execs who actually listened to her, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's he's the man who who let there his you wife, you know, you design this thing. Ninety percent him, <laughs> and then you got poor he was such a progressive man. <laughs> <laughs> then you got poor Julianne Moore or whatever back at the. Yeah, she could play her. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> so it went terribly. There you go. Right. Okay. It yeah. went terribly for old Margaret Crane. Crane. I was going to say the playwright's name, Blacker. Blackmer. Yes. It didn't go terribly for her. No, it went really well for her. She got a play out of it. <laughs> In the end, a woman won, and that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one more, It Went Terribly. Is it a long one? Should I f- I'm, pep- I'm going to make it short because... <laughs> oh, sure. Just do your, do your uh, smaller ones now. I'm going to make mine shorter because we're a little bit um, low on time here. But... Oh, <laughs> okay. Speaking of other movies that I saw recently, sure. Um, when I went to visit Columbus Mark, um, he showed me Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. Yeah. So that was a movie we watched at his place because it came out years ago, like 2018. 
And he was like, it's basically the best Spider-Man movie ever. And I've heard this before from other friends, too. And I was like, and it's, it's, it's an animated movie. So, I, you know, I didn't really think much of it. Yeah. But then I watched it and I was like, oh, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Like the art style and the music and uh-huh. the voices. It was so great. And, um, and then we went to see Spider-Man um, across the Spider-Verse in the theaters. So I had a, a nice big dose of Spider-Man. And there was a funny little gag in it where spoilers where the 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 actor karen sony who voices um the the uh calcutta spider-man <laughs> um he's like stop saying chai tea chai already means tea it's just tea it's just chai mm. and um so i wanted to correct a thing that you said for our fourth of july episode when you called it chai tea okay <laughs> good 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 well, yeah long ways around <laughs> no yeah when i when i order chai in a place i always make sure i just say chai oh okay but it's one of those things where just um common common usage has been chai tea yeah, yeah. so i say chai tea i do mm-hmm. but i know oh okay, i know okay, okay yeah, yeah 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 i mean you can say chai latte and that's fair yeah but just not chai tea latte Sure, you would never say chai tea latte. That's too many words. That's too many words. I don't. I don't ever go into a uh, coffee or tea place and order anything that's more than two words. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. <laughs> I don't need your double macchiato, triple vanilla shot espresso, amber lager. <laughs> You laugh, but you would drink that. I would. <laughs> Did you say macchiato in there? And lager? Do you even know that some of those are coffee words and some of those are beer words? Girl, I know more than you think I know about things. <laughs> I didn't know that, but I know. <laughs> Give me some more. It went terribly. What else you got? Okay. Um, uh, also from the same 4th of July episode. Vermont was not one of the 13 original colonies. Truth, truth. That was Rob. Yeah. Rob, yeah, Rob messed Rob. that up. Where do you go, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> Some New Englander you are. <laughs> New Englander. Uh, in Rob's defense, afterwards, he said, wait, is that even yeah. one? Yeah. He questioned himself. He knew. Also, it was a very put-on-the-spot thing. Name an original colony. You had like three seconds. I mean, I don't know who thinks of Vermont first anyway. <laughs> if I had to list all 50 United States, Vermont would be like the 48th one I listed. And it would be like after a really it's long... alphabetical. It'd be after a really long pause. Because <laughs> I would be like, I think I ran out. Are we sure there are 50? You know, there are people who think there are 52. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I, maybe they're counting the territories. Ugh, those kind of people. It's literally called the United States. Well, even then, we include the Commonwealths. I don't even know what that means. Eh, look it up. Give me some more of it terribly. Virginia's a you're Commonwealth. From a co- yeah, you're, I... you're from a Commonwealth. Um, also from that episode. God, did we get a lot of things wrong or what? I no, wasn't no, no, in- no, 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 no. Actually, actually I wasn't Rob... interested in them. Well... <laughs> Go ahead. Rob said this. Sure. And he was right. Uh-huh. So yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a mistake. But that um, the national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner, uh-huh. was actually sung to the tune of an old British drinking song. 
Yep. <laughs> Rob did say that. You didn't find this interesting? Oh, I mean, you know, mildly interesting, I guess. Okay. Well, but it's more called, importantly, well, go ahead. It's go called ahead. To Anacreon in Heaven. Oh. And I guess Anacreon's the name of somebody that you're pouring one out for, I guess. Oh, okay. For your homie there? Yeah. Dropping that 40? Mm-hmm. Wow. Francis you Scott Key? You know about 40s. And Francis Scott Key. It's a, it's a coffee term, I know. <laughs> and Francis Scott Key co-opted it and made it about America? Uh, yeah. That's what Americans do? Uh, sure. All right. Well, happy birthday, Francis Scott no, Key. No, On what would be your 244th birthday. Wow. Gone too soon. Francis Scott Key died in 1843. Didn't what quite, I, didn't what quite if, make what it. What if I hadn't talked about this today? Would I knew you, you have? Why you think you know me? <laughs> you get so angry. <laughs> I was fully prepared. <laughs> hey, a quick aside here in the middle of It Went Terribly. Uh-huh. Let's list some other quick birthdays, shall we? Yeah, yeah, okay. Happy 40... <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Happy 44th to Jason Momoa. Okay. Yeah, a common heartthrob these days, Mr. Momoa. Happy birthday to Jerry Garcia. The ice cream? (laughs) Oh, I mean the, well. On what would be his 81st birthday, an old heartthrob of the day. Wait, he's a Vermonter, Ben and Jerry's. Jerry Garcia was. Oh, he's not from Ben and Jerry's. He's not, he has nothing to do with Ben and Jerry. Oh my God. He was from the Grateful Dead. Anyway, uh, Adam Duritz, ah! 59 years young. Round here. Ra- I wanted to do it. <laughs> Round here. <laughs> that's what. It, that's how it goes, Alice. You're right, you're right. Round here. Accidentally litter in litter. <laughs> Adam Duritz of Counting Crows fame. Mr. Jones, round here. It's um, been a long December. Uh, yeah, I can't. Nobody do it. cares about that one. Huh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, also, uh, you know, speaking of musical legends, Francis Scott Key, Adam Duritz, Jerry Garcia, huh. Ashley Parker Angel. What? 42 From years old. From O-Town? Yeah. <laughs> oh, when he's been a- you know. <laughs> It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Round here. Uh... Uh, Herman Melville of Moby Dick fame would be 204 years old. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. Uh, Devon Hughes. I don't know. Famous professional wrestler. Devon Dudley, or brother Devon, if you will. 51. Prince Nana. Ah! Alice Alice knows from Ring of Honor Wrestling is 44 years old today. Uh, And uh, Tempest Bledsoe. (gasps) What? Tempest Bledsoe. From the Cosby Show? No! Vanessa, <laughs> uh, any excuse to do a Cosby impression? I should. No, I said any excuse to do one. Oh, because you only give me so many a year, but I feel like I get special exceptions I, yeah, on birthdays. I'll allow it. Rudy, no, hey, you only get one. You're right. Per she birthday, wasn't even Rudy. It's just easier <laughs> to say Rudy than Vanessa. <laughs> Uh, there you go. Okay, back to it went terribly. <laughs> that wasn't as good of a segue. <laughs> it went terribly for Bill Cosby, didn't it? In his later years. There, are you happy? Sure. Make me feel weird about things. Oh my god, I have another thing from the 4th of July episode. Good. 
I said that I won those teacups, but I didn't. Oh, we had teacups. We were drinking tea. We were drinking chai tea <laughs> on the 4th of July. <laughs> Alice had fancy teacups. She won them. But I didn't. But she didn't. <laughs> so you stole them. No. <laughs> they accidentally fell in your car window. <laughs> Where'd you get them? Did your doctor give them to you? No. <laughs> A lot of weird stuff going on with that guy. No. Where'd you get these teacups? I bought them from the event. <laughs> Legally. <laughs> Bought them. I thought I won them. It's like when people say they, they won things on eBay. Oh. Like, oh, you were a higher, higher bidder. You're supposed to still spent $540 on that, dude. Yeah, I won. No, it was just a misspeak. Like, because I remember it being like a cool little Alice in Wonderland event, and I assumed there were, you know, sweepstakes or whatever. Sure. So in the moment, I was like, oh, I won them. But then right in that moment, I was like, no, wait, I didn't. But we were already past it. Oh, what a shame. Well, thanks yeah. for coming clean <laughs> about your theft, your petty no, theft. No, I bought it. Okay, I'm going to need to see the receipt. It was my, it was my dementia moment. Show me the re- oh, God. <laughs> Bonehead. <laughs> Is that it? Um, <laughs> I mean, I have one last one. Okay. But maybe, but maybe it'll be the same as yours. Oh, okay. Is it about your blood? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait! What a weird thing to say. That's not, you just said no. No, I'll connect it. I'll connect it. You go first. I'll connect it in the end. (laughs) Fine, I'll go first. Alice said that, uh, you know, mosquitoes bite Alice. Yeah! They bite you a lot more than other people. Uh Uh-huh. You say. And you say it's because you have very sweet blood. Well, I think it's also, like, my type blood, type A. Okay. Well. Well, after, after listening to that episode... A uh, great friend of the podcast, Nick Ooh. Gonzalez. Ooh, what? <laughs> Nick Gonzalez, a nurse, mind you, ah. uh, sent me a message about this to let me know mosquitoes are more attracted to type O blood. Ah, damn it. Um, he did say that they are attracted to type A, mm-hmm. but it's a lot more to O. Wow. And I looked this up, and I confirmed this. You didn't trust him? He's a nurse. I have to confirm things. I can't just trust people. That's the reason we have it went terribly. Because we trust people too much. Jesus Lord. So I looked on the internet. I confirmed this. I cited my source and then apparently deleted that because I don't see it here. Anyway, in a study in 2004, they found that mosquitoes, uh, they are nearly 100% more likely to go for type O blood than type A. And they can smell it in us? Isn't that crazy? Uh, Yeah, about 85% of people give off a chemical signal through their skin that indicates their blood type. Ew. (laughs) I've always thought I had problems with my skin. Uh, 85% of people, Alice. Most people can have their blood be smelled. (laughs) I don't know numbers. (laughs) 85% is the number that means most. Uh, mosquitoes are also attracted to the scent of carbon dioxide. Um, they can they can detect this from fifty yards away. So if you exhale more carbon dioxide, you're more likely to be bitten as well. Oh, I thought it meant like I was thinking carbon monoxide. Oh, uh-huh, the uh-huh. farting because I, I yeah. That. <laughs> um, that's why uh, children are generally 
bitten less because they exhale less carbon dioxide than adults. And <laughs> their tiny lungs. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid little tiny lungs. Ask your doctor. <laughs> uh, mosquitoes are also drawn to heat. So if you have a high body temperature, <gasps> they'll go after you. Um, I might have that too. Yeah, this could be from you uh, recently exercising oh. or from just having a high metabolism. I don't know about that. It, it, I looked it up. It says that, Alice. No, I'm, I'm talking about me. I think you have a high metabolism. I don't think so. I've seen you throw down some ice cream. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pregnant women. <gasps> dip those sticks, ladies. <laughs> Pregnant women are also bitten more because their body temperature they is usually... They have two. They have two bodies of blood <laughs> and skins. It's true. Uh, their body temperature is usually 1.2 degrees higher. Ooh. And they exhale twenty percent more carbon dioxide. Those little tiny lungs. The tiny lungs within the ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Two of everything. Ugh. Um, they're also attracted to dark colored clothing. What? Mosquitoes, not pregnant women. <laughs> <laughs> pregnant women, in my experience, don't care what kind of clothing you have, as, <laughs> as long as you have ice cream. So mosquitoes, they smell and they see. Yeah. Or do they sense the dark clothing? They see, they smell, they sense, they hear. So they are, I don't know they they are not I don't... indiscriminate. They are they're killers. I mean, they'll still go for you no matter what, but they have they have types they like. <sighs> they like dark clothing. They like the carbon dioxide. They like the certain blood. Well, gosh, we need to befriend a type O person so that they can You're right. They magnet off me. So you you don't know your blood type. I have no idea what my blood type is. I think it's creepy when people know their blood types. Okay. It means they've been up to something. Donating blood? It's uh, <laughs> one word for it. Going to the doctor? That's one word for it too. What's what's Nick's blood type? I could I could talk to people online. I don't need a doctor to tell me about the current events of the world. <laughs> I do not know Nick's blood type. I I did not ask him that question. It's a personal question. It's a very personal question. Because <laughs> you, know? you could be a vampire for all he knows. Yeah. What? <laughs> what's What's your other thing? Okay, okay. So I was going to tie in the blood um, because it's about incest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Talk about some sweet blood, am I right? <laughs> um, I don't remember talking about incest in the last month, but go ahead. <laughs> Um, we talked about a song, the song that won the Grammy that the Bare Naked Ladies didn't win, right? What in the world? Cousin Dupree by Steely Dan. Oh, okay. You <laughs> looked that song up? Yeah. Okay. It's... It's about banging your cousin? It's, a, it's about that, yeah. Oh, Steely. Or Dan. I don't... <laughs> I guess Steely's an adjective, huh? God. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it's about... He is himself Cousin Dupree, and he's singing about his little teen, not a girl, not yet a woman, cousin. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she's grown over the summer. Uh, honey, how you've grown like a rose. Well, we used to play when we were three. How about a kiss for your Cousin Dupree? What's going on, Steely Dan? <laughs> <laughs> you've gone too far, Steely Dan. You've gone too far this time. This was like 1999 or something, right? right? 2000, somewhere around that time? Yeah. That seems like, I feel like by that point, we had mostly left incest songs behind. <laughs> and, you know, not giving them awards. <laughs> 
bare naked ladies must be so ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we have this nice song, you know, eliminated for a Grammy. There's no way we're going to lose the incest song. <laughs> Wait, the incest song won? <laughs> That's weird, right? Yeah. That does explain why the next year, uh, Bare Naked Ladies wrote that song, I'm going to F my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> 